don't have any place particular in your mind that I would love to travel there. I mean, it's really it really comes down to budget, you know. Like, will I be able no, to like for, just buy this? Like, right yeah, now? yeah. If I mean, your dream. No, this is just dream. a this is a dreamy destination hypothetical situation. Uh, yeah. I mean, for a long time, you know, I did want to see what was on the other side of the DMZ. That was probably. <laughs> That was okay. Okay. Now, now, okay. now we got something we can go off for. There's the dangum wangum I was looking for. Okay, okay. So your dream destination is North Korea. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fun with Dumb. And today. Steffi is out of town. She's visiting Bangkok, mm. Vietnam. Happy for her traveling, living life to the fullest. We saw a recent video clip of her dancing on the Fun with Dumb Instagram. <laughs> she she's adorable, man. She, she knows how she knows how to live life. Our co-host is very adorable. She knows how to live life. We have an adorable co-host, I gotta say. And as you may notice, uh, we have a special guest today. Mm. Someone you don't see often because he's behind the boards producing this podcast. Um, talking to the chat room, uh, adjusting the levels of the microphone, yeah. complimenting us in awkward AI ways. <laughs> we have Alex, the intern. Woo! What's good, y'all? Happy to be on. It's a, it's a beautiful day in Los Angeles, and I'm stoked. And for those who may not know, Alex is our producer of the podcast. Uh, I met Alex first time maybe over five or so years ago. When 2017. 2017 when he joined our tour. Yeah. Um, Rick met at, met him at the same time. We were all on tour together. So what happened was we were on tour. We needed an extra hand, and we didn't know this because a few cities into the tour, we were like, oh, it's doing well. We need people to sell merch, mm -hmm. drive. So they send over this intern. Uh, Transparent, which is my management right. agency. They send over an intern. They're like, we got this kid who traveled the rest of the tour with you. Yeah. I don't think he was even supposed to travel the rest mm -hmm. of the tour. He was supposed to just drop off the merch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like he was like the transporter. Yeah. But dropping off the merch. So he came to a city with the extra merch we needed because we had sold out all the merch. And one city led to another, to another. And then the Transparent tell you to stay the rest of the tour? Uh, so when I hopped on, it was Portland and then there was a college show. And then after that, a small break in Los Angeles and I was sweating it because like, uh, you know, you, you would ask like Rick, you asked if I could drive a van and dumb, you asked like, like, you know, so like, what's good. And then there was one meeting I was sitting in the conference room and you were on speakerphone and then you asked like, so can we take him on the rest of the tour? And then it was, it was all smiles from there. So I asked. You asked, yeah. So I, I thought you were doing a great job, and I was right. like, can, can he stick around? Because we need this kid. So I drafted you. Yeah. And uh, it worked out. Since then, we've been working together, and we still call him Alex the Intern for that reason. <laughs> He's not an intern at all, but no, that no. that will forever be his nickname, no. Alex the Intern. I have specific memories talking to you, or like we're just after the show, we're just watching him work from afar. Yeah. Um, you and I were like, this kid good kid. Yeah. good kid good kid so the ongoing joke was we, we were like he's a good kid he's a good kid he's a good kid, a good kid. A good kid. that and was then, ongoing and at the end we're he's like, a great kid yeah at the end it was like he's a great, he's kid. A great kid he is a great kid so he he, he pro got promoted from good kid to great kid his duties was crazy you know not only did he help drive the van yeah he would help with the setup the merch and then I remember he'd have to sell the merch and also take pictures too because we did a meet and greet yeah. in the line. So he was doing four different things at one time. A lot of shit. Come he, on, I mean, he, our life was in his hands. And I got to ask you because before joining the tour, you were already fans of us. Yeah, so we were somewhat heroes. We like you. met met when you pulled up and did a show at my college Northeastern while you were attending college. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's it's funny because uh, I like. Uh, I opened the show. I did one song ahead of the time, and then you opened the dump out of show. I, I played one song. What did you? Cool. What did you? What Whoa. was it? It was. It was, was just an original. A, or it, no? it was original. Let song. me hear the yeah, first yeah. four nah, bars. Nah, nah. <laughs> Let it's, me hear right, the first. What was the called? What was the called? The song was called "Caved Out Iceman." Caved Out Iceman. That was a song. It was a rap song. It was a rap song. Caved Out Iceman. Okay, hold on, Rick, because I don't remember the song. What do you think that song is about? Caved Out. Iceman. You I, look like a caved out Iceman, <laughs> first of all. I think it's about uh, like the, 
one of the original men. Uh, um, what was it about? So yeah, I mean, you know, the the song was about like, um, well, first the first verse was kind of the verses were kind of me being cocky, and then the the choruses which I wrote but were sung by like a, a friend. Um, those were about like you know just when your heart goes like too too hard, then like you know you lose like part of your man humanity. And then the, like, the like title, calloused heart. Yeah, you mean? yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And then um and then you know the title is like kind of a play off of like. And like an iced out caveman is like Neanderthal that like it just has like mad bling, but I'm really a caved out ice man. I'm an ice man, but like my heart's like <laughs> caved out. Like there's like a, you know a cavern where the heart should be. Like, Instead of an iced out caveman, yeah, it's a caved out ice man. Oh my god, this is a well thought out whole concept that uh, you kind of put together. Yeah, I mean you know I must have been like 18 when I wrote that song. So you were you, it's safe to say you were a weird kid since you were young. <laughs> Uh, you're different. Yeah, you know, you're I'd, the black sheep of your family. We I'd, know this. I'd, I'd say so. There's only you know, it's just me and my brother, and then uh, I guess I was always the I was like the test dummy child. Yeah, um, the test dummy child. And then uh, <laughs> you mean you know, the older sibling? The older yeah. sibling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, you know, yeah. you consider yourself to be the test dummy child. Um, I, I think so. I like, think, let's try this kid thing out. It, yeah. You know, it's definitely you know, my parents were tried to be a lot stricter, you know, with me than they were with my little brother, but sure. it created a lot of, you know, friction and and tension, but you know, as soon as I le left home to go to college and stuff, like my relationship with my folks like improved like a lot. Um I think it's great right now, but uh yeah, I think, you know, I wasn't technically rebellious in like the grandest sense of the term, but um I definitely had like problems with authority and like yeah you, was, mentioned, like, moody. you mentioned this yeah, so much yeah and I, I like every time yeah. you say that like I can't I don't believe you first of all mm, first because, of all granted granted sense of the term right? yeah 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 granted yeah. sense of the term wait already. hold on first uh, can I mention one thing too yeah. by the way we're all older siblings yeah you Steffi me and Rick are all older siblings oh. how, how how many years older are you than your four sister? four four uh, Steffi I think Steffi's four how about you I'm two only two. Oh. I know. <laughs> yeah, that kind of ruins everything. But we're all older siblings, and we only have one sibling, right? Yeah, yeah. One all of us, all four of us, which That's is interesting. Crazy. That's kind of an interesting. I, I didn't even plan that. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you didn't even plan that. Yeah, I wasn't scouting <laughs> older siblings. Anyways, um, you have problems with authority. The reason I don't believe you is not that I don't think you're a badass or anything like that. It's just like I've never heard anyone say I've had problems with authority when they've had problems with authority <laughs> in that phrase. You know what I mean? That's, That's true. Like <laughs> I guess sometimes you guys maybe make fun of me for being kind of like a know-it-all sometimes too. And yeah. I guess maybe with oh, teachers, that's a good point. That you know, I would think that like you know, I'd have a different way of solving the problem. You know, teachers that were like creative and man, you got to figure it out yourself. I, I worked really well with, but teachers that were like, this is the one way to do. It. You got to do it this way. This is the only correct way. I had a lot of problems with and just like you know. I was always like questioning, you know, questioning the answer. It's are crystal you, clear yeah. now. Yeah, but are you are you a conspiracy theorist? Um, because with that mentality, it does <laughs> exist with a lot of people in the current, you know, state of the country as well. Yeah, I think that there's a, a lot of stories that have happened across, you know, entire history that, um, you know, history's win won by the victors. You know, so like That's there's true. A, there's a lot of um, different situations where, yeah, I do think that possibly something else happened, but. I think the word conspiracy theorist, um, you know, you get a lot of tin, like uh, aluminum hat people that just, you. I don't want to get lumped in with them. Yeah, you know yeah. yeah, it does yeah. have a negative connotation. Yeah. What What's the uh, What's the uh, the group? Um, in QAnon. QAnon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any beliefs in QAnon? Mm, no, I didn't really follow the Q. I think I like read it a couple times. Like, um, you know, Pizzagate. Yeah, Pizzagate. Now, like the Wayfair, like child trafficking thing. Yeah, like, yeah. there's all things that hit, you know, hit the timeline. But Namla. like, it's not like I don't like subscribe to those trains of thought yeah right. i think it can be get very dangerous um you know once you get a hive mind mentality around these things and you know i think in the grand scheme of things there's a lot of people in this country and others that just want to feel like they're a part of something and i think that speaks to like people's like loneliness these days mm. and just you know being you know a part of something on the internet versus being part of something like you know in person yeah. um you know there's a lot of like cults that kind of get started that way just by typing is there any other, like this for both of you guys what other country would you want to move to um, and live if if it's not the U.S.? And, and obviously you guys are Korean, so maybe that's probably up on the yeah. list. But is there some other country that you've researched and you like their way of life? I mean, honestly, I only know 
Korea and Switzerland because those are the two places I reside. I didn't reside. I didn't research anywhere else. And you would say those are pretty two great nice. quality of life places for sure. For sure. I mean, Switzerland just it's it's pretty expensive. It's pricey, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there is a tranquility there. There is like mm. a peacefulness. You know, it's just rolling hills, man, and farms and cows and good chocolate. Uh, <laughs> good chocolate, yeah. very good. You know, Swiss chocolate. You know, where, where would you live? You know, I feel like I haven't seen enough of the world to really make that decision yet. Like, right. I've never stepped foot in Europe. I've only been to Korea twice. Um, I have just gone through a bunch of countries in Latin America, which was very eye-opening and stuff. But um, you know, as, as of now, I'm like really happy to be where I'm at, which is you know, Koreatown, Los Angeles, in the United States of America. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, Koreatown, Los Angeles, in the United <laughs> States of America. That's, 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 that's my, yeah, Just in case, that's my check mark. Just in case, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy here. Yeah, food's great, people are great, weather's great, and uh, <laughs> let's let's hear more about Alex and kind of who you are, because there's a lot of things let's about you that I in. still don't know. Yeah. Um, I know you went to school in Boston. Mm -hmm. You grew up in New York, New Jersey, New York and New Jersey, New York and New Jersey. And you, you didn't live anywhere else besides that, those two places. So you're a city boy. Um, Yeah, I'd say so. I get I get made fun of a lot for being like a city boy versus like a country boy. Like, you know, only like uh, like the wilderness and stuff. It's cool. I've gone camping a couple of times, but I'm not like yeah. proficient in like the uh, <laughs> Okay, the so you're a city arts. boy. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. sure. <laughs> Wait. Wait, wait, were you uh, in high school? You voted most likely anything of yes. any sort. So um, I graduated with about like two hundred, maybe two hundred twenty kids, and I got four nominations and two awards. For what? I gotta know this. The first one, like I won two. The one was uh, most um, dress code violations. I was never in dress most code. Dress code. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. You one. had to like you know wear like khakis and nice shirt that was like tucked and stuff and. You know, I'd always have the shirt untucked and like maybe unbuttoned. I feel like even places that don't have a dress code, you're violating it somehow. That, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. There's times no. I'm like, I don't think that's appropriate. Uh, so was that a statement, Alex? Um, Back I, in the day. So like the, you know, the slight untuck. Right. The, okay. That's the authority part? The, yeah. Is that the authority part? I think it was more of a comfortable part, but honestly, you know, should I have? been more in dress code like yeah but like a lot of people like didn't say things about it so it kind of just like if no one's like calling me out on it then what is it's it something, what yeah. did it stem from because you know what where, where do you think this manifested from for instance with me a lot of the reasons why my rebellious actions happened because my parents are so controlling mm -hmm. you know and i couldn't fight back to them you know right beat right the shit out of me which is so, common like the fight back yeah against, yeah you know so any outlet where i could just kind of be like Fuck that, you know. Fuck authority. It's it's kind of like the parents are the cops, and I'm doing this in the car. Right. You know, when you're driving, right. by, you don't want to show it. But yeah. was that is that similar to you? I'd say so. I think you know, I had like a really pleasant upbringing. You know, I wouldn't quite say sheltered, but along the lines of that. So when you know, I start reading books and listening to music that you know, people that have written those books and and make those music, they have such different backgrounds than right, I do it right. definitely increased like a curiosity mm. you know to kind of explore outside of my bubble and mm -hmm. then um yeah from there you know like venturing to like other towns you know joining different bands from other towns your parents you know, were music. liberal though uh like right they were like, free like they were free and open about you doing things and exploring different worlds um kind of like they you know they knew that like you know music was like a passion so like they were like, okay, you know, but just make sure you get like a good education on the side yeah. or whatever. But they were cool with me, like technically being a music major. Wait, what um, are some of the other nominations you got? Oh, uh, the other one was um. So the school I went to was called Lawrenceville. It's like one of the. It's like a top prep school, you know, in the United States. Oh wow! And oh. Uh, they have um a, a the the award was most atypical Laurentian. So most atypical <laughs> Lawrenceville what student. What kind of fucking school is this? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's you know, it's like Hogwarts. It's like, you know, one of those like, like we had we had houses, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. We had like, you know, yeah. But uh it was a it was a great experience. Um I wish I kept in touch with more people from there, but um So like what kind of you know. kids go to the school? Like presidents, you know, family members, nephews, yeah. nieces. Yeah, name some names. Before some, uh, I was there, there was like a Saudi Arabian prince. Mm. I went to school with a Rockefeller. I wow. a Rockefeller. There a, yeah, there was a kid in like the mafia that I played baseball with, or like whose dad was in the mafia or something. That was the joke, apparently. Right. Uh you know, definitely so Sopranos kids would Yeah. Uh, well, actually, well, most of the, most of the kids like we sent, I don't know, like 
20 30 kids to princeton 20 30 kids to harvard from like from my grade wow so it was like you know really has a high success rate really high success rate and to getting yeah and then you know i was like not really near i was like kind of near the middle but a little bit under the middle so Mm. you know my application to northeastern got accepted ea and then after that um that's you know just i was like all right cool i'm in and then i didn't really uh apply myself for the rest of the year and then that's probably why i didn't get into some regular decisions wow Let's go even further back. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go ancient well, Asian. <laughs> I saw a picture. <laughs> let's go ancient Asian. But I saw a picture of you in high school. You played sports. Like you were yoked. You were cut, and you were like a what? good look. He was like a good looking, like popular kind of kid looking dude. Like yeah, a jock. Yeah. yeah, like a jock. Um, definitely around middle school, I hit puberty early. So sports wise, that was like a huge like um like advantage. So. You know, I what played. Did you, what did you hit puberty, bro? The first, uh, the first time freshman year. I, I was probably between like sixth and seventh grade, probably. So what? Was, Jesus. Like, well, not like puberty, puberty, but like that's I, when I it hit started. Puberty like, late. When did you hit puberty? Yeah. Uh, late. Like I think ninth grade. Yeah, was, I, I wasn't. Was I wasn't even in my grade. final form until like mid <laughs> to late ninth grade. <laughs> not like yeah. mid to late, <laughs> yeah, probably. Right. But I just like voice changes, all that shit. So when I was in the locker room, everyone was already like getting yeah, kind of cut, yeah. hair under their arms, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so it took a while. Sixth, for me. seventh grade. Wow, bro. Yeah, it, early bloomer. It helped out with sports. You know, I played like ice hockey, baseball, a little bit of lacrosse, a little bit of like one season of soccer, but. Um, yeah, sports was definitely like my main focus. And like when I was like still coming up like eight, nine, 10, you know, that's when my parents were like, oh, like, do you want to try Korean school? And then, you know, I tried for like six months, you know, there's mm. a little Taekwondo, there was like language and stuff. And then when did you discover Hot Topic? <laughs> <laughs> hot Topic, you know, uh... the, uh, the, w- when like emo was like really popular, you know, around, around, <laughs> I was yeah, joking, that was like, that was, okay, like my yeah. middle school, you know, like yeah. I was buying band tees, you know, I think around that time I tried Guyliner like twice maybe mm. painted my nails like twice and Nothing that was wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, it was, you know just trying things out um but i was definitely still like kind of like sp- you know more sports oriented it is it is interesting how you can completely shift as a person from a jock to a whether it's a god right. or an anime nerd because wreck was the same way yeah you know wreck was like a jock a goon yeah. gangster yeah, type yeah, a bully and now he has frog toys all over his room. <laughs> He's kawaii for I'm just now. saying, it's so it's, it's such crazy. a juxtaposition of like the look and feel of a person, you right, know? Right. I, I mean, I, I feel like I went through so many different phases. Did you have like well, how many? Absolutely. What what's what's one of the weirdest phases you've had, Rick? Because I always consider you to be very hip hop generally. Like, yeah. That's your ultimate kind of identity. But was there one that would throw me off, like something you're into? Shit, I can't even think of it. Let me let me come there back. Are to that. Weird, there, there are some weird. There are some weird things, things that you're into. There I know that. There are some weird things, but then you know what I just realized when you asked me that question, I realized how same I've been. You, you've been, oh, you've been yeah, more I've same. Been, been, <laughs> I was thinking about it. I'm so like, you started pondering your yeah, life. Yeah, I started pondering, and I'm like, nah, I've been wearing the same mesh shorts, and but you've been very open minded. I'll say that. Right. You've right, always right. been open minded. Yeah. Um, but far as like the aesthetics and stuff, it's <laughs> yeah, more I, think, I think it's been similar all throughout. Right. Right. Nah, but there there was a season where I would just wear button up shirts, man. Like I would look like <laughs> I would look like a youth pastor. You know what I mean? Yeah. What like, was, that what was, was my the decision thing. there? Just to be clean cut or? No, no, no. It's because the dry cleaners, like there was a lot of shirts that weren't picked up. You know, so, so you ran through all the... Yeah, I ran through all of them. That was the best way. I, I had my fashion. I had a very, I dressed like like a member of Weezer or something. Yeah. Always, you know, Ocean Pacific vintage shirts, right. OP shirts, glasses, Dickies. Yeah. I Actually, my style is still kind of similar still to similar. that. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Seashell necklaces ever? I think I did have a seashell. You had a seashell. Come on, bro. Alex looks like he had a seashell necklace. He had a whale tooth or a shark tooth. It was chain wallet. Chain wallet was the You never had a seashell necklace. I probably had a shark tooth, but I didn't like wear it around. Yo, seashell necklaces were actually popular even in the hip hop world too at one point. (laughs) I swear (laughs) to God. You know, am I tripping? Tell me. Because I remember. rapper that has seashell necklace. I remember my crew of kids who were hip hop heads. Yeah. And they had the seashell necklace. That doesn't mean that it was popular <laughs> in hip hop because you and three homies That's were wearing true. seashell that necklaces, bro. But, but this guy, this this dude who was dude who was older than me that I looked up to, yeah. was like the guy who always had the freshest like Fubu <laughs> right, fat right, farm. Right. 
he had seashell <laughs> necklace on. So I remember like rocking a seashell necklace and other people were wearing it too. Yeah. Can someone please confirm this? <laughs> yeah. That hip hop heads used to wear seashell it. necklaces. Who are you talking about? I man? swear that there was an era where hip hop heads wore seashell necklaces. Nah, that's okay, more maybe Paul I'm Walker. wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> hey, Alex, you know they're bringing Jinkos back, right? They're yep. kind of like baggy style. Are you excited about that? I'm kind of excited about that. So I've seen on TikTok, there's a guy that does like in aggressive inline rollerblading, and he's been like pushing <laughs> Jinkos like yeah. all the time. I but saw you can that. fit. Well, he yeah. puts the video game yeah, consoles yeah, yeah, yeah. in the back. He's like Air Dolphin or something. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know, he just wears these giant things, and you can put as much as you can in them. Yeah. Um, what was what was wearing those like? Was it? Was it, oh, oh, you never wore those? No, I never nah, wore because that's yeah. a little before his time. Yeah. Oh. I didn't. I, I, just, I think I had like one pair of Jinkos, but they weren't like massively huge like that. You know, like they just had like. <laughs> oh man, I used to. Did sell, you have uh, Stolen Sega Genesis with Jinkos. You know what I mean? Did you really have Jinkos? So, like, of course. U UFO pants back in the day. Oh man. But the thing with me, I didn't get the actual Jinkos. I just had large. Like extremely large jeans, you know what I mean? Yeah, me like, too. Yeah, so I couldn't afford Jinkos. Fat I didn't know. farm pants that were fuck yeah, dude. It's kind of crazy to think how big of pants that I wore. Like what like, waist size? Do you remember? I'm thinking like 38. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like 40 ounces, bro. I'm yeah. talking we like went. I'm like a 30, 31 now, but I was wearing 38s, <laughs> and I was a scrawny kid. So I remember I would always just be holding my pants. Yeah. Always. But that was all part of the swag. Just holding your pants up was like part of the swag. And, you know, part of the method of wearing these big ass pants, you had to modify belts. Mm. You ever modify a belt where you had to add a hole, like a little, little tighter so you make another hole? And I'm cut a you, you never you never done it. I've done I've done that too. I like, don't believe because it was like for, for me it was skinny jeans and like a studded belt. So oh wait, wait, like, can I, I yeah. can I guess something? What kind of pant? What kind of jeans you had? Sure, anchor blue. Uh, -uh. you know never know what that is. I don't even know what that okay, is. Okay, that's maybe yeah. before it's time. Let too. me let me take yeah. one guess. You had the piano keys belt, right? I did not have that belt. No, no, no. you had, had the, had the hot, hot topic like studded. Yeah, belt. just the yeah, regular studded. Oh, the studded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, but I yeah. thought he had the fucking you know yeah. the rollable keyboard. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> He's not that weird. <laughs> what kind of shoes did you wear? Uh, it was a lot of skate shoes. So skate like shoes, uh, a lot Airwalk. of state day one song when he was still with DBS. Yeah, yeah, so I was yeah. rocking a lot of DBS. Um, and and same like the the jeans were all coming from the CCS catalog, the skate catalogs and stuff. Yeah. And like I wasn't you know a skater, but. Um, you never skated? I, I, I pushed around. I could ollie. I don't think I've ever <laughs> landed. I didn't never. I kicked. Yeah. I pushed. Yeah, yeah. I, kicked, I pushed. I coasted. Uh, but I never, <laughs> I never, I never landed a kickflip or a heel flip, but I, I've ollied over some stuff. Damn. Yeah. All right. You've never skated, Rick, huh? Nah, dude. No, really? my, my sense of balance is crazy. Did you ever consider skating? Like, <laughs> did you ever pick up a board and just try? I, like I told you, I've been living life on my uh, tiptoes, bro. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I, it wasn't even a yeah, yeah. You played ball, though, or anything? Uh, I, I don't know your sports history. Yeah, I just realized that. History, I have yeah. no idea. Did you no, play no. ball? Nothing. No, no. I played. I played. Were you like organized sports? No. Anything. No, no, like no, no, you, no. But were you into anything? Any of sports? course, man. Like Take what? me to a church picnic. I'll win every oh, fucking activity. I guess if you went Are to you church, me? Yo, basketball's you a big to, one. No, no. I'm talking about you put a cracker on a... <laughs> <laughs> You're talking, talking about vacation Bible study games? I'm talking about vocational Bible study games. Is it vocational games? or vacation? Vocation. It's vocation. Yeah. Why did I always think it was vacation? You know, you give me a spoon and an egg, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah. a fucking run around that You give a potato sack. You give a potato sack. And a partner and a competent partner and you will win. I'm the chicken fight mask on the east coast bro <laughs> you fucking kidding me hell yeah i wonder if they have a national vocational bible <laughs> Yo, study that... games they should <laughs> really have that <laughs> that would be amazing they probably have bible trivia uh trivia kind of competitions right or i no? have no idea i don't know that... but they should definitely have do you remember games like that yeah like yeah. It, it was so bad man they would have like a uh, bobbin for apples yeah you know, they would have uh, one where they, they put cookies inside like a dish full of flour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that one. You remember the that flour. one? It yeah, was yeah. usually candy for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. And it looked like everyone's coked yeah, out, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's you know, crazy. I don't know what that is. Okay, can, can, I, can I ask you a quick Have you ever heard um, the Bible through Audible, like audiobook? <laughs> nah. Okay. I'm just wondering, like, who, nah. who does the reading? I know. I don't know. You know, like, is it usually <laughs> Morgan a Freeman? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it a pastor or what? I'm just wondering who does the reading. Okay. Never mind that. Um, anyway, it's back to Alex. So <laughs> we kind of get an idea of what you were like in high school. Yeah. Middle school, elementary. What were you like? Um. Yeah. The middle school was like the emo kind of stuff. And then elementary school, uh, I was, I was probably pretty nerdy around nerdy. that time yeah so like 
Um, I was like a big reader. Uh, I got a good like foundation of like just history, vocabulary, like just educational academic skills. Wow. That like uh, it, it, what it, what doing that so early, it kind of led to this mindset when I got to middle school and high school of like, oh, I'm smart. I can just coast. And then that's kind of like where the academic ambition kind of fell off because um you, you know that, i was like yeah. always told like oh like you're so smart or like oh like how are you, you know like you know you're so ahead of the curve that mm. you know when the ambition kind of went down then that's when everyone caught up you know you, you are a good reader you're a good reader too rick i'm a good reader surprisingly i you know i dropped the high school i don't know a lot of words mm. but far as just reading through yeah. shit yeah I, I'd never stutter or nothing. I get through paragraphs right, right. like a breeze. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you talking about actually reading Just out reading. loud? Just reading. Yeah, yeah. Reading out loud. <laughs> what? Hell yeah. No, no. Most people can't even read out no, loud you're right, you're fluently. Right, you're right. You know, like just have the right flow of the read. You just remind me of the feeling I got back in the day in school when, you know, we go around the class and read a paragraph. And yeah. You can't wait. <laughs> you can't wait oh, till I, your turn. That's me. Yeah, yeah. Me too. That's me. I'm I, like, I'm going to enunciate the shit out of everything right now. I, it, yeah. I, I just, it's, it's funny because because I feel like that's the one area that I can kind of show off. And I think the reason I read well is like, I've always liked to pretend to be somebody like, you know, act out yeah. the thing. Yeah. So when I read, I like read <laughs> such as like, I like a scholar, like I've read it a hundred times before. Exactly. Like, hey, Shakespeare, sit the fuck down. <laughs> wow, man. And I, like, even if I pronounce a word wrong, I'll do it confidently. Right, you'll double down yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Serendipute, deputies. <laughs> Serendipitous. Oh yeah, my God. you know, things, things like that. Um, Alex, how were you with the ladies in high school? Oh, that's a good Yeah, I don't even. Um, yeah. And don't lie. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. For the majority of high school, I was in one committed relationship. Uh, we, wow. met, we met kind of like in spring of, of freshman year at a church retreat. And, and um, we dated for like technically four years. It, the first two and a half were like really great. And then the last, you know, year and a half was kind of off and on and stuff. And then. Uh, we split ways like pretty much right after graduation, but um, mm. yeah, I think you know I, I, you know, looking back on that that you know period of time, like I just wonder, like, you know, was I like toxic back then? Like, was mm. it, you know, like all those things that people are thinking about like now and stuff? I'm you like, think you're toxic? Like back then, I, I feel like um, well, you know, there's like especially towards right? especially towards the end, you know, there's a lot of tears, a lot of fighting and stuff, but I'm like, yeah. man, like. You know, was I not strong enough to, to like remove myself from the situation or all the times we broke up? Like, right. what caused us to come back together again? And that stuff ugly like that. cycle yeah. of breakup, makeup, yeah. breakup. I definitely know that all of us at moments have been toxic. You know, I've seen yeah. you with the next. You've seen me yeah. with the next. So we've all had those moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also it's interesting because I, I do wonder about your relationship dynamic with girls because I, I think me and Rick kind of know how you are when we talk about work stuff or mm -hmm. how you respond to certain situations mm -hmm. and you definitely do have a problem with authority because you've yeah, spoken yeah. back to a little us snap. a little sneer a little, a little chuckle yeah and when we're both there like we just look at each other <laughs> mm. like did this motherfucker just do you know what I mean oh yeah so there's a couple of things that you just don't soak in and you always have to kind of respond to does that kind of translate to your uh, relationship um i think i think possibly i think there's times when i just think i know the right answer and even if i'm wrong i'll i'll kind of double down on it and then that'll lead to you know issues or, right uh maybe sometimes speaking without thinking first you know oh the, probably, the good old speaking yeah, without thinking. Speaking thinking yeah right yeah stuff like that um fortunately i haven't like run into serious you know life-changing issues with that but uh that's a, that's a problem i think amongst friends and people on social media and also the world is like we don't have enough people that are willing to just back back down mm. in general right mm. like we have strong personalities we right. always think we're fucking right yeah so unless somebody backs down right nothing is getting done yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah if 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 Exactly. If somebody doesn't make the first move, like there'll be endless just like Yeah. That's kind of where the world is at right now. Right. We're at like the stalemate situation. Like, nope, I'm right. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing I learned from my mentor when I was at, when I did have a mentor, I, I we just butt heads all the time because I was like, no, nah, but then this, but then that. And one day I was just like, shut up. Mm. And finally, we were able to move forward. I was able. I was listening, yeah. even if my head is like, "No, fuck this shit." Whatever. <laughs> but the more you actually just stay quiet, the more you can kind of sit in your thoughts of what he just said mm. and maybe understand this for sure. You and know what I mean? And and also we 
we find like us shutting up or like us backing down synonymous to like a loss or That's the L. E- it's the ego it's and pride. The ego, yeah. Bro. That you know? pride. And like even when we have arguments, it's not it's not a successful argument if I win. You know, it's not a win loss thing. It's like if both parties kind of grow from that situation. Yeah. But I think a lot of you know, the mentality right now is just like, yeah, there's going to be someone who's going to take the L and dub. That's, you know, and when it's like that, it, it creates a loser bracket. It creates yeah. a winning bracket. Split shit up. And that's uh, the irony about all of that is like we want to win because we don't want to look a certain way to others. Mm. Yeah. It's not for us. Mm. It's not for our own victory. Mm. It's so others don't see us as the losers. Mm. Yeah. Which is which we shouldn't care about the way others think about it. What and others think about us anyways. Honestly, the the type of people that we are too, we'll make sure we bring up that L a few times though. But that's a, you know that, I, I mean? think that's the problem. I, <laughs> we do that. We we do run the instant replay a few I, times and, in the future. And I am starting to really not tolerate this even amongst my friends. Right. Because it was cute at first, and yeah. I played into it. <laughs> Come on. I was but, talking about you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, me too. No, because you know when the homie takes an L. Come on. You'll man. never hear the end of it. Nah, you bro. will never hear the, But yeah. I, you know, But once you are on the receiving end of that, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't good. feel good. So now I'm like, you know what? I don't have to take this shit no more. Yeah. So if I'm get, getting this little thing, I'm out of there. For I'm sure. out of the group chat. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> But you know what I mean. Yeah. Of course. And I, I, I've been a part of this. And yeah. I feel kind of shitty about it as well. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, coming going into 2023, I read the comments and people are like, yo, man, you guys are whatever to the producer, Baba. Alex, you know it's all love, right? Of just, course. just we want you to be on camera and show that. <laughs> that that's true. A <laughs> lot of know. a lot of people have said that, right? Yeah, yeah. What, what is, you've you've seen a lot of the comments. What does it say? Uh, what do, do do they think we're being mean to you? Well, it, it's it's not that we they see the being mean, but there's been a lot of episodes where you've talked about like an off camera thing mm. where you were mean, <laughs> and then they they don't really know the gist of that, and they right. when they see you switch up and be serious and talk about a moment like that, they're like. Wow, was that something that he's like really, you know, you know, like sad about? No, they um, definitely see it too. If like Tony, <laughs> if, if Tony or you like fuck up slightly on something, my blood boils, and yeah. I think people see it. You know, I'd say so. You know, my whole thing about it is, it's like it's an hour a week. Yeah, you got to get that shit together in that hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one hour a week, so if there's a slight thing to me, like I lose my fucking shit. Yeah, and you know, I, I can handle these things a little better, but I get it. I, I you know. I could talk, I, I could communicate a little better to you, and I have Fair right. Enough, yeah, and I think that's the problem with me. Like I'll fuck up really badly. Yeah, and then like apologize hard after. Yeah, yeah. You know when I when I should be working on the avoidance of that as opposed to how to fix the problem after. You it's, know what I mean? It sounds good. <laughs> it sounds you know good. what I mean? I like, know what you it's mean. just that's the part. That's yeah. the problem for me. Look at this, man. Look at this self reflection over here. Yeah, you're Tanner. Oh yeah, you little Tanner. What 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 you do, man? I went to the Philippines. That's a flex, bro. Just you know, that's the last really minute. Flex. Last minute. It was last. I got added to a festival last mi- minute. Shout out to uh, Careless Records and James Reed. But the Philippines, besides just the festival, going into the festival, I I do think Filipino people are probably top three, top three. warmest lovable people in the world just top three people to me period yeah top three yeah top yeah. Three. yeah okay yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> you're top, a, my top three top, your top three but bro, it's true I, I i think a lot of people who have like spent a lot of time with filipinos as a friend or or family yeah. will attest to this shit yeah it's like ridiculous the amount of like the the heartwarming jokes i like, kind of like dad jokes too in a sense if you go to the philippines like everyone has dad jokes let me think, everybody i've never seen an angry filipino in my life i'm sure there are i'm not saying that there aren't but i've never experienced a right. non-happy filipino person i mean neutral yes they don't have to be smiling and you know jumping for joy but i've never seen them in the negative part of the number line dude. well if you, if you make a filipino person angry you fucked up you fucked <laughs> you up. fucked up you did something yeah yeah wrong. there's yeah 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 like you deserve absolutely all the hate that absolutely. you get absolutely if a filipino person slaps you i'm like what the fuck did you do <laughs> i'm gonna look at the guy who got slapped like what did you do you know what i mean like yeah. for real though yeah go apologize yeah and, and I, dude, I know some gangster Filipino dude. Shout out to Bamboo. Absolutely, Bamboo is a gangster no, no, Filipino. Absolutely. That's the homie, big homie, OG. Yeah. But you know, 
he's he's a super nice dude too and yeah like but i know when but he's a man who like stands for what he believes in and all that yeah so you cross that line and like he's he's on your ass about shit you know even so. him he's uh even when he's he's still smiling bro yeah you know there's a yeah it's there's just a like, gleefulness in the filipino community which which i love man. it's true man it, i mean it's and you go to the Philippines, it's even more crazy, man. Are they cracking jokes over there too? Because they're so, you know. I don't know what. The, how do I explain the the joking style? There's a funny bone. It's, it's the dad it's joke. kind of a dad <laughs> joke. Like everyone's kind of an uncle, you know. And you could be like a woman. Yeah. You could still you're still an uncle. <laughs> yeah. Like it has this. I don't know what. How do you explain that joking style? Mm -hmm. But when I went to with Zoe and met his family like mad years ago in yeah. Manila. They were all just like, oh, yeah, gaining a little weight, huh? Like, you know, like that kind of vibe. Like, there is a slight roast element, too, you yeah. know? I know what you mean. Yeah, it's just like, mean. uh, huh? They look like a K-pop star. <laughs> like, like, it's just like a little poke, you know? It's just like, I don't know what it is. There is a, like, pride that they have where it's like, I'm, I'm better. Or, like, I could be better. Like, I think it comes from, you know, like, Filipino DJs, B-boys, right? Like, right. They, there's a competitive spirit. So I feel like there is, like, that battle nature in them, bro. Oh, battle nature. Like a little, yeah, you know, just like a little... In the Filipino battle circuit is pretty big, too, right? Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's very island yeah. live, too. I think yeah. island people in general. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I think more island people, when you take them off the island, they get a little more angry. <laughs> well, you know, island's like, it's not big enough for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think in, in that Of island? course. Nah, That's... somehow people on the island kind of make it work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you hear like crazy? Like, you, there's not a lot of turf wars on islands. <laughs> there's not a lot of turf to war about. You know yeah. what I mean? You're on the island. Usually the... T <laughs> I'm just saying, have you seen that? No, like I haven't. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah, I'm not yeah, familiar yeah. with the island life, but I haven't seen too much too many turf wars on the islands. You like if you're on an island, you better get along, <laughs> you bro. You better get along. Where that, are you gonna go? You're bro? not you ain't got you're nowhere fighting to on go. a cruise ship, right? Like now. islands are usually where we disappear to. <laughs> we were just talking about this in Korea, if you fuck up and you have gambling debts or whatever, yeah. you escape to the Philippines. Uh, so there's a lot of Koreans in the Philippines. Like you ever seen Korean gangster yeah, movies? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they're like, "Oh, where's that guy? Oh, like he moved to the Philippines." Like, yeah, yeah. And then they go find him, and he's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> yep, yep. and just looking shady yeah, as yeah. fuck. You know what Sweaty I mean? Sweaty as fuck. Yeah, I know yeah. Exactly what you're they're always about. escaping to the Philippines, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Have you ever been to Philippines? I have not. I want to go. Mm. It'd be it'd be cool, but uh, haven't had the chance yet. <laughs> it'd be cool. yeah. I was yeah. trying to. I was hoping you know they'd maybe get me a ticket, but. Everything worked out well. Where are you? Where are you? Are you? Do you have any travels planned? Like, do you book a flight somewhere? You're like, I want to go here, because you're touring. But do you have a place you want to go to? Mm. Um, I think you know, there's a like definitely Europe, definitely back to Korea, places in Southeast Asia. But you don't have any place p particular in your mind that I would love to travel there. I mean, it's really, it's really comes down to budget. You know, like, will I be able no, to like for, just buy this? Like, right yeah, now? yeah. If I mean, your dream. No, this is just a, this is a dreamy hypothetical situation. Uh yeah, I mean for a long time, you know, I did want to see what was on the other side of the DMZ. That was probably that was okay. Okay, now now we got something we can okay. go off for. There's the dangum wangum I was looking for. Okay, okay, so your dream destination is North Korea. Well, you know, like uh, regardless of the human rights stuff and like you know auto warm beer and like all you know all the other like main issues, like I I was always not always. Uh, around my early 20s i started getting like really curious as to like why you know why is there a split why is it why is there so different when it's supposed to be the same people right. it's only been like 70 years you know so yeah that definitely piqued my curiosity for like you know a couple years in college um and then you know i realized once you graduate college you know you're not like a progressive student anymore it's not like a cute thing oh, like oh like they're trying to like think about politicalness it's uh, like you, there, you turn a into or something yeah you well you turn into like you know um like kind of a, a low-key kind of a criminal mm. you know if you especially if you act on it or if you do anything sure. like if you protest about it if you go into protests as like college students you know it's like look at them like support and change in the world you know but as soon as you are like just a, an adult then you like you, know, you could go as a chaperone for those college kids. Yeah, though. yeah. There's, well, I will there's say there is a lot of th this, um, this mentality uh, and a following of people who who look dive deep into this North Korea mm -hmm. yeah. world, yeah. And, and 
you're one of them. We've had some callers that's actually called yeah. in as well. Yeah. yeah. But usually what I've seen about this is a lot of the born again Asians that dive mm -hmm. into this world. Mm -hmm. And I'm you know, recently yeah. go to college, take an Asian studies course, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they're deep into it. Because yep. we knew other yeah. people just of like you. Of course, of yeah. course. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> of course. You know who the fuck I'm talking about. But it's been a common thing. And mm -hmm. I get it. You have a fervor for this knowledge. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden you're passionate. But what about the specific thing? So you got into Korean culture, mm -hmm. like diving into your own culture. Mm -hmm. I guess it's like a missing puzzle piece, huh? Like a big part of you that you also feel like I need to know more about North. Because North Korea is Korea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Generally. No, you know mm -hmm. what I feel like happened? I'm just going to take a stab at yeah, it. Go ahead. And stop me if I'm wrong. He was so hungry to learn about Korea. Right. Being Korean. Instead of hitting the karaoke or like chill with Koreans, he hit the books. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Okay. instead of hanging out, instead drinking soju, Blue. instead of Cafe yeah. Blue, yeah. he went to the Britannica. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? He, he went to yeah. the, he went, instead of the world look, he went to world book. book. You know what I <laughs> mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he, he knows everything, history, yeah. dates, the, the genie, all that, but he doesn't know the words. He can't speak it. Yeah, And I think when people take that approach to learn their own culture, they dive into the social, the political, like right. the deeper things. That's stuff, true. You know what I mean? Instead of like, you know. Because a lot of, lot of the K-Town people aren't necessarily thinking about that too hard. Yeah. The ones that go out to learn about Koreans, they listen to K-pop. The right. ones that hit the book. Wants to manage K-pop, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The first time I was in Korea, um, I was there on like a school. It was like a five-week school, like immersion thing. So it was two classes. It was like Korean history and culture and K-pop in the music industry. So I kind of got a double dose of that right there. Of yeah. Just uh, learning everything I could about with the K-pop music industry and then the history from like the beginning to like the current times. So when I returned from that, I was, you know, I was 20 and that's when I was really starting to dive into like what the culture was all about. Like, right. I just hit like, you know, like I was just still so hungry to absorb everything that I could. And then, you know, the missing puzzle piece and stuff like there's definitely that because, you know, and um, just not to cut you off, there's nothing wrong with your approach. You know, it's yeah, just yeah. two different yeah, approaches. Yeah. If anything, like the same way we're like, oh, it's embarrassing that you don't know those like Korean words. Equally, it's as embarrassing that I don't know, like some of the facts of my own you know my motherland as you do right so I just, right. just want to clear I just want to clear yeah, that yeah. Up. yeah can you name more than one city in North Korea North because we know the big one right Pyongyang. <laughs> yeah, the PY, yeah. bro can you name two other cities in North Korea uh Kaesong. so that's like it's it's the <laughs> only, one already <laughs> it's the only area that's changed hands like since the beginning of the war to the end of the war and there was like in Kaesong, there's like a supposed to be an economic zone where it would help that North and South Korea could get together and try to figure things out. And then something happened a couple of years ago where they like destroyed Kaesong or something, but Damn. like, or like they, they, they got rid of the, um, like all the South Korean people like left and then they shut it down. So it was, it was sad. I mean, there is a lot of intrigue and mystery to North Korea that right. I'm even curious about. Right. Because we don't know what the fuck that shit looks like. Yeah. The rest of the place. Like, we've it seen... It is the most secretive country, mm -hmm. right? The hermit state, yeah. So if, some, if they invited you, if Dennis Rodman was like, yo, come along with me to North Korea on my next trip, you would... You would 100% go. You know, I, I was considering reaching out to his manager. <clears throat> like, what were you going to say? Uh, this was before Transparent, before I, like, yeah, you know, yeah. just like while I was still in college and I was looking for like internships what and stuff. And I was like, email? yo, like, yeah. <laughs> read, the, read the email to us. Read the email oh, Read the email. Yeah. Um, read this North Korean email. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably, it'd probably be addressed to Mr. Rodman. So I'd just be like, Mr. Rodman, you know, like I've, I've, I've watched your, you know, work in North Korea from afar and, uh, you know, I've seen all these things and, uh, you know, any way that I could help, like I have these skills, you know, if you need anyone to join your team from, you know, from any level, like, you know, I'm there to, yeah. to do it. Okay, first of all, I know you want to go badly because you're kissing his ass. <laughs> Mr. Rodman, <laughs> I've seen your work <laughs> from afar. Yeah, I've been, you know, He's not, <laughs> he hasn't done no work. He got invited to party in yeah. North Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll work in North Korea. <laughs> I have certain that, sets I got the of skills. Lit, the business I could do sound check. Yeah. I could sell merch. Yeah. What, what, are the, yeah. what, what would you offer to Dennis? I mean, a, not translator, Mr. that's for Rodman. sure. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Rodman. Um, Definitely not a translator, but yeah, that, yeah. that would be the <laughs> one the, thing he would probably thing, yeah. think you could, could be do, useful right? for. Yeah, that would be. But what would no? What would you actually be useful oh, for? Sure. Um, you know, I I think I think you know probably documentarian maybe or something. Oh, you know? Okay, yeah, video. Yeah. video. I, the the rules on taking cameras are very strict there, but if you know if you're a special guest of 
um, you know, the Mr. country. Mr. Rodman. Yeah. The, I know, mean, the, uh, Mr. Oon. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Oon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'd be something like that. Or, I don't know. I was thinking about this like years ago. And then yeah. I think there was some sort of falling out between Mr. Rodman right. and Mr. Oon. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know how, if that relationship is like, you know, strong right now. I'm actually not sure. Do you think, do you think like when President Trump or any diplomat goes there, they call him Mr. Oon? That's is a good dictator, question. Would is, they call each other? He, oh. well, yeah, because you call Trump like Mr. President. Yeah. But like, if you're a dictator, like you're not going to call nobody Mr. President. <laughs> yeah, no, hell no. You know, because that's like a sign of yeah, like, for respect. sure. Like when for you're, sure. I run this, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, know. you're gonna call him whatever the fuck he wants to be called. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. As soon as he lands, bro, you're gonna address Mr. him as Mr. Oon. So. You would have called yeah. Mr. Oon. Supreme, Isn't it like Supreme. Supreme oh, Mr. Kim. Mr. Kim. Not Oon. Why yeah, am I yeah. saying yeah. Oon is the last name? Mr. Kim. <laughs> Mr. Kim. <laughs> We're just letting yeah. you run with that. Yeah. For a said, yeah. How come no one corrected me? I just said it to you. Oh man. Every time I see, hear a full Korean name, yeah. I'm always like, it's like an ABC question of which one is the last name. You know, Kim Jong Oon. Doesn't it? It's like, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Oh, wait, what is it? It's called Supreme Leader, right? Yeah, Supreme Leader. They have, like, different, you know, titles, like Eternal, Glorious, you know. I don't give a fuck. I'm never those are all anyone all a Supreme Leader <laughs> ever. I'm never. Yeah. Would you call it? Uh, Supreme Leader? You, you would call Dude, that fool Supreme I don't even leader. call God you know, Supreme Leader, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what the word for it is in Korean, but I'm sure there's, like, a specific title you must use while you're referring to leader if, if north korea if, if kim, i'm sorry i keep going back to this but kim jong-un invited you to north korea and you get along with him and he was like yo <laughs> why don't you come live here i will um uh, i will make you my right hand dude yeah. you know top notch and you're coming from being an intern <laughs> right at an independent record label right would you do it would you take the offer, bro? Um, you know, I was actually working on a <laughs> a, a a like a you know not even a pilot, but like a, a joke of a TV show where they kidnap the wrong like Alex Kim per se, you know, and yeah. like you know they're <clears throat> looking for like some expert, but they end up like kidnapping me, and then I have to fake like I know all this all this North like information, Korea, like yeah. A science yeah, thing, yeah, okay. because they've done that before. They've kidnapped like direct movie directors. They've I remember, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting documentary. Um, but but yeah, just the whole like um. I think ultimately, you know, it's it's really hard to overlook all the, you know the human rights issues and stuff like that. But in the in the grand scheme of it, I just don't think that there's a, a you know a vocal spokesperson that's that's able to like effectively communicate between the two there's, parties in the media. There's people who don't even like think who care about not not necessarily care about or believe in this human rights issue stuff. Yeah. Like I've had, haven't we had callers and shit that's like sympathizers and stuff for like North We've Korean politics and shit? Yeah. And, you know, and and I don't know all the details, but I definitely know that North Koreans are escaping the country for no reason. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's some shit going on there that people they're are in the wrong. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> people are escaping knowing that their families might get killed. So yeah. if if you see that, for sure, some shit's going on there that's crazy. So hold on, regarding the script that you're talking about, the mistaken Alex yeah, Kim. Yeah, let me show you how that's gonna play out. All okay, right? tell me. As you get there. Yeah, no, no, to get single, okay? <laughs> and then you could be like, <laughs> and then, you know, the Curb Your Enthusiasm song will come right on there. You, you have to get by with three phrases. <laughs> yeah. And I know that you see He said Chincha. <laughs> I just asked him, what do you think? And he says, really? <laughs> and, and in many sitcoms, People have gotten by with three phrases. <laughs> right. You've seen these sitcom episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. Where they're like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's smart. Like, yeah, yeah. like a confident man. Exactly. You know, like, that's not going to happen. That's, that's, not, not, that's, that's not happening. That's not panning out that's for you over happening. there, bro. Yeah. Um, speaking of, like, post-apocalyptic ways, that's not what we were talking about, but um, <laughs> <laughs> dystopian uh, situations. Right. Um, the Last of Us show. Come on, bro. Uh, HBO. Let's talk about it. Based on a video game that I'd never finished, but uh, you started it. I did start it. Wait, <laughs> you started. So episode one was familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know the rest of the episodes. It's going to be brand new, but <laughs> right. part one, yeah, was familiar. It so. looked. It, they they did a very good job. Like uh, they did. 
right? Because they Making even shot like... through the car. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. You remember that? That was really how cool. long did you uh, play the game for? Like about there. <laughs> <laughs> After I got out the car, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. like peeking in through the facilities and stuff. Right, 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 right. So right. I did that, and then I stopped playing. My like, it feels weird because I remember when I was playing the game, I was like, "Damn, I'd rather just watch this." Mm. as a show or movie mm. so this is kind of like my dream come true because <laughs> when i was playing the game i was like oh, i gotta direct this that's so fucking crazy you know as a gamer we think the complete opposite we're like these cutscenes are too long man when can we start playing yo oh. give me control of the character yours yeah. is i wanted to watch, <laughs> you wanted the game. To watch the game yeah right and it's weird i like directing i like you know creating and stuff but yeah something like that it's already created like i just want to i got you you just want so, it laid out and I, presented to i you. love i think that most people are like that actually because they love seeing people watch uh, people uh playing video games and watch mm. them right you right. know, I, I think that that's generally the case. And that's why Twitch has been so popular. Like when someone plays video games, I love watching them. Mm. The homies come. That's why I have a PS5 at the crib. <laughs> so other homies. people could play and I could watch. <laughs> I'm just like one of them perv, pervy dudes that yeah, hire yeah, somebody yeah. to fuck their wife. I'm like, oh, play that video game. Digital voyeurism. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. dude. Why don't you wear the headset? <laughs> Try this on. You know, with Last of Us or any of these zombie apocalypse shows, I love the moment when the outbreak happens yeah. i love like in any move you know like that first zombie you, you find out you wake up everything's in disarray and you're like wait what the fuck's going on things are crashing i love like that immediate fall to chaos i do feel like they never most most um zombie apocalypse shows yeah t- or movies they never really describe the outbreak right like the, the the logistics of how the outbreak really happens. Well, I mean, so. that's the realism of it all. It's like the point of view. Like you don't know. That's true. You know that what I'm saying? True. I guess most of the time we really don't. <laughs> yeah, know. we don't know. Even yeah. Corona, we really don't know. Not exa- yeah, exactly. the government's not because they want to prevent mass pandemonium and yeah. panic. That's why they don't give all the information. I will say, bat soup was the most exciting <laughs> possibility. <laughs> I'm just saying, Yo, everything else, like, right, it's a right. virus and all this shit, I don't understand. Bat soup, bat I soup. understand. We're like, yeah, possibly. Yeah, oh, it's definitely the bat soup. There's no doubt about it. No, get your beakers out of here. It's the bat it's soup. The bat soup bro. You know, I, I, I'm just saying, it's the most exciting. Yeah. It's the most exciting possibility. Alex, I have a two-part question for you. Okay. One, how do you act under pressure? I mean... I've seen you multitask and I've seen you on tours like, you know, tours sometimes it doesn't go as planned, right? Mm-hmm. We have a lot of detours some plan B, C's, D sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I see you in control. This is why I ask, how do you feel like you can handle pressure? Are you? Mm. I'd like to say I was really good at it, but, you know, there's definitely an anxiety level that kicks in. There's definitely like, a, you know, slight panic, but at the same time being able to remain cool and calm on the outside to just make sure everyone else is still doing their jobs especially when you're in like a position of leadership or when you have to make tough calls that you know you're not gonna be able to like call in a boss and figure out something that you just gotta handle right there a funny example is like uh, i was playing overcooked you know mm-hmm. with my you know and and it's like a very you know low you know it's like but uh i was considerably more like yeah like more hyper than than the person i was playing yeah, with my yeah, girl yeah, yeah. and Have she we was played like, together we, we played briefly we did, yeah right? but yeah he me and my really girl just started playing it yeah. yeah he plays like he's just happy he was invited to play <laughs> <laughs> i know you know what i mean right, right, right. Like, oh thanks <laughs> yeah yeah no the reason why i asked that first question is because i have a strong belief that if the uh, zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. does happen i'm teaming with you bro I feel like I'd survive longer with Alex. I I just had this conversation in my group chat. Like, if somebody died, like, who's the first person? If you killed somebody accidentally, like, who's right. the first person you call? I said nobody in my group chat at eight, and I said Rick. I said you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, but that then everybody was like, he wouldn't answer his phone. So, <laughs> I saw that. so I saw that's that. the one thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I would call you because I think you'd be very helpful. Right. But getting a hold of you getting you there on time that might be tough i do have (laughs) a very strong like moral like just overlook you know you will i like the loyalty you have loyalty the moral alex has loyalty too for sure but alex i don't know like one thing i want i I worry about alex is if he gets called in can he hold up the lie Uh, and the act of it all 
You know I what I mean? I don't know. It's more or the, the if he gets mad it. later on, would he snitch? <laughs> nah, no, no, <laughs> yeah, not I bad. think one day, like you know, after getting all the shit from you know me and getting the loyalty, he'll just one day turn around and is like, or maybe I won't. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. what's or, to say I won't yeah, snitch yeah. on? And, like you know what I mean? I feel like he would maybe do that. I may or may not write a tell all. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say that. In if five, the price is right, <laughs> my, my time in Korea town in K Town. By, by, <laughs> you know, yeah. every heist movie at the end they finally make they, it and the guy turns on the you. The one guy. The one guy. No. Could he be the one, <laughs> guy? the one guy? He's the one guy. <laughs> Oh man! I think I'd be taking all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think he's that guy. He's that motherfucker. He takes. It's been a wig the whole time. (laughs) Kaiser Sose, motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. He speaks Korean. (laughs) Yo, you taking that bonus? Like, oh, yo. I, I I think I would definitely call both of you guys or one of you guys. Yeah, for sure. Are definitely reliable. Alex, this is like an age old question. Back to the zombie thing. I'm curious because I want to see where your brain's at. Where would you go? What would be the most effective? I'm gonna take notes because th- yeah. this might come <laughs> yeah. in handy later. Go ahead. You so, know that there's, you know that there's like a government, uh, like a training, like a it's like a code name called like Cotman something eight 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 for for this for, scenario for this this fictional yeah. Ficti- is, there, is this real? Or fictitious, what? Uh, just in case it happens. You I'm know? sure they. Why wouldn't they have a scenario for something disastrous like that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, unfortunately, just due to where we live and the geography, like, even if you have a go bag, even if you have, like, everything ready and packed and your rations and, like, it's easy and accessible, getting out of Los Angeles, if it really hits the fan, like, within an hour, it, it's going to be completely blocked up, like, mm. between the, the traffic. Like, the traffic's alone and there's no apocalyptic, you know, issue yeah. right now. But, you know, you just get one freeway closed and then that's, then, then that's it. Not so, if I order an Uber priority. Uber <laughs> priority. I think uh. you need, you need you know, like a, a helicopter or something to like. But do you have a escape. go bag? Um, like, wait, wait, explain. A go bag is a like um, a quick, emergency. Yeah. Emergency bag, you know. Doomsday whenever, prep. Doomsday prep type yeah, bag. Yeah. 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 Um, what would be in your go bag? bag. I mean, Korean I flag. <laughs> yeah. You got to, you know, once you get to your destination. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, it's probably, you know, weapons, maybe valuable metals or something like gold or something like anything. Because, like, you don't what? even know, like, what Why? for barter system, yeah, for barter in system. The, in, in the like, uh, not a lot. Do you but, think people like, yeah. are going to be bartering with fucking gold? I don't, I, if cash, you know, if, if you can't, like, demo someone. Yeah, but you got to have know? some shit useful, like water and shit, no? Like a medical kit for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it, like your car. That's the thing. Like, you, you got to have like enough gas, Um, you know, electric Battery. cars. Like, yeah. how's that going to work? battery in the in the system that's true yeah yeah like flashlight uh you know maybe a tent you know if, it, if you can compress it um, right something for shelter something for you know who actually like my, my dad i think really has a high shot of making it out because he goes you know into the wilderness like fishing you know doing all these like survival oh, wow. things you know um i think that i wouldn't be as worried about my my parents you know surviving mm. than i would like myself just because it's tough to escape Los Angeles. Do, in that, do you in think that a moment. car is more useful, or an electric bike would be more? Because an electric bike could be pretty useful. But then once it run out of the charge, but I both char- both need it, don't they? Like a car needs a battery as needs well. Ga- oh, I mean the battery would last a little longer on a car, I think, because it self charges while it's mm, running. I don't know. I, I was thinking about that, and also a bike is a little bit more mobile. You can cut through shit. Yeah, um, that's yeah. true. I think the initial escape though has to be smooth. You have to be ahead of it. You have to know like a little bit ahead of time because once once like the mass hysteria like kicks in, like it's gonna be a bloodbath. Nah, like, I'm talking gonna... about right now, mid podcast. <laughs> right, we see, we hear like first we hear sirens mm-hmm. and then a crash and then another crash and then start alarm. Right now, we're we're gonna look to you, Alex. What the fuck do we do? I almost I I. We gotta, we gotta leave him. That's, <laughs> that's first and foremost. I, I would take, I would drag yeah, you guys yeah. down for no, sure. Yeah. But we gotta leave him. I don't think I have anything here that I'd be that attached to. I, I would be able to just dip. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would need, I, I would need like a couple items of clothing that I'd be comfortable wearing for the rest yeah. of my <laughs> life. You know, you know, you got a few clothing items that you probably could wear for the rest of your life, yeah, right? Yeah. Everyone has that. Right, I mean, right. Have you had times where you wore a fit and you went out like? I could wear this every day. <laughs> We've all had those moments, yeah. right? No, I know I have. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, like You're... you know, it's like Doug. Doug, when he wore that green vest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I always thought. I always think about post-apocalyptic situations because I do feel like it's a relief at some point too, just to kind of 
Cleanse. No, it's not real. Oh, oh. kind of cleanse like everything that's stressful in everyone's life. Far as like, oh, you want? <laughs> wait, what do you wait? What do you say? Because right now? people have debt, people have stress, uh, deadlines. Right, right. That shit doesn't even matter. Yeah. So you just want a quick reset. I, <laughs> I think some people actually want an apocalypse. Right. Mm. You yeah, know what I mean? People yeah, actually yeah. want that because I think most people maybe for sure. a lot of people are in misery, bro. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about it. I'm just like, okay, like, would I be mad? Yeah, but how shitty would it be? Like, we have a zombie apocalypse, but none of that shit gets reset. Like, you still have debt. You still have all these <laughs> So as soon as everything gets yeah. fixed, you're back to normal. I know. You just lost a son. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've lost everything except our bank records. <laughs> <laughs> we've managed to salvage the bank yeah. records, and you still owe us money, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, oh. I'm pretty sure the government doesn't do some shit like that they're not gonna let that slide you think y2k when everything was supposed to be wiped out come on bro Nah, they weren't letting come that on, shit bro. happen even with the even with the pandemic people are paying the loans now you know yeah, like yeah. It's, it's all coming back yeah yeah i don't know man i, I don't i i think i have too much trust in the government <laughs> yeah bro, you know what i mean yeah yeah it's 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 a little out it's just like the ignorance for comfort you yeah, know like it, you know like in the matrix striker he's like i know the state doesn't exist i know but Ignorance is bliss. I, I do hate that they focus like they'll never forget about taxing you. Mm. Like they'll make sure. Like I always wonder how the fuck do these motherfuckers keep track of yeah. everyone's Everyone. records? Mm. There's so many people, so many little things, mm. but some, they'll never be yeah. late on fucking getting to your ass and collecting taxes. Yeah. Mm. But everything else, they'll be late. They'll be a fucking hour late. Police when you mm. need them for sure. Whatever. But tax collecting, no. Always on I, I time. I think now because of smartphones, social media, it's a lot easier to check everybody than we think. Are they checking social media? No. You think I'm, the government I'm, no, no, is I'm checking not, your I'm social not, media? I'm not saying that they are, but I'm saying yeah. they have the ability to. They have the like. Think about it. If I like lose or forget a password for this one thing, yeah, I know five different ways how to go to my links, you know, to yeah. fi figure it out. So it's like people can, the government can find out where who s s easily. I'm not saying that they are, yeah. but just because we have such a paper trail. That's true. You know what I, I mean? I we mean, have such a large paper trail now. I remember I was with Rec and we were at a restaurant and we thought like the waitress was really cute. Yeah. He found her in two minutes wow. on Instagram. Right. And I was like, how the fuck did you find her? <laughs> and he just, he was like, oh, I followed the restaurant's Instagram. Uh, right. And I saw who they followed. Yep. <laughs> And they probably follow some of the Come workers. That's yeah. a genius. And I was like, <laughs> you're like Liam Neeson of <laughs> of uh, of perms. <laughs> yeah. It, I was, it was impressive. Yeah. It was impressive. But, I mean, it made sense, you know. Um, anyways, um, what was I talking about? <clears throat> oh, oh, geotagging and shit like that, too. Right. I was just – this reminds me of geotagging because I was in um, Maui, Hawaii. I think uh, – they were saying that the locals don't encourage anyone to geotag any spots because they don't want to burn the spots. Oh, like burn as in like the nature, you know, spots and have tourists kind of ruin. Got gotcha. you, damn. So I guess that's like a problem: geotagging places and tourists just like ruining places. For sure, for sure. That's that's just fucked it's up. Stuck it for rappers. It's not good for Russian. Uh, yeah, Did you hear about that Russian? Uh, yeah, rappers soldier? died because of geotagging. For sure, you know that's fucking sad, man. I remember I was at church and I geotagged, you know, filming some kids. <laughs> Wait, that sounded that terrible. Sounded, <laughs> that sounded uh, I want to rephrase no, no, that yeah, one, yeah, yeah. all right? A children choir was performing and I was taping them and I was going to geotag it. But the parents was like, nah, I don't want you to. You know, it's mm. it's true. You're, giving, you're sharing a lot of information out there, bro. Yeah, I, I'm geotagging a lot less. Yeah. And then when you don't geotag, someone's all like, yeah, oh, where, is, where is it? I want to know what <laughs> restaurant that is. Stop holding out on right, us. Facts, facts. Stop gatekeeping. Mm. Um, what else are we talking about here? Oh, we have a list of topics that are just so <laughs> random here. And I was like, what if we talk about today? And then Alex is like, oh, yeah, there's this woman on the police force that got ran through. Yeah. <laughs> so explain this thing. What is what's going on? Uh, yeah. Um, this woman was recently fired along with five other coworkers in a small town in somewhere in the United States. Whoa. And they were, you know, allegedly on duty having, you know, sexual affairs affair it was an affair but they were having um was it a married woman the, the the police officers now fired she was married 
to to some guy that is like uh and he wasn't one of the guys no 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 and so he's I, just like i think he's like forgiving her and i think he's gonna try to make it work out that was like another headline about that but um, she was just cheating on with cheating. everybody like the whole force yeah the whole force just um, cheating there she was, was like in uh, all five of the people right yeah there was like you know uh, sex parties and stuff like that yeah too, oh, wow. you know it's just um on the force on the, uh, yeah. i think you know the the parties probably happened off the clock but there was definitely at least it was one a team building of, exercise yeah that's that was one it of was the a jokes. team building so there's a, it a, was a ton uh, of memes about it police training <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> training day it was a training day Ran a train on her. There it is. There it is. There it is. We got one. We were like, we all were, right, all we right. were workshopping yeah, yeah, that yeah. show. <laughs> and we finally uh, oh, got it. That's and, and he's forgiving her. I mean, but let's be honest. You know when someone's for the street. You know how they say for yeah. the streets. Yeah. Before this happened, this orgy or her, her, you know that she was that type of person before. And the husband must have obviously known. You know what I mean? Like, you, she was probably flirting. Uh, yeah, this is all speculation, but if he was with her, knowing that, of mm. course he's gonna forgive her, man. Mm. He might even enjoy. They, you know, they people might be enjoy swingers. That they shit. might be, you know. It yeah. might be, you know. She comes home and tells him all the stories or whatever. I like, do feel like if you have a position of power, mm. you're probably even more sick and twisted. Like the being a mm. cop who people fear on the streets and yeah. watch how they move. Like that must give you a high of some sort. <laughs> And you know all the people of power they do sick perverted shit it's like the squid game vip right and they're wearing fucking animal masks and you know fucking and all that shit. yo a fucking haircut gives me power imagine a badge and a gun you know what, <laughs> what do you mean saying? a haircut <laughs> oh no, like, saying, like just getting i already haircut? feel yeah. yeah like i already feel like just a little different the way i walk but yeah. yo imagine just having authority like that I, with I, a badge and a gun and I, some cuffs i did just see a, a funny comedian she was a woman and she said um Man, sometimes I wish I had the confidence of a man. You guys just put on a hat and feel confident. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, there you go. Yep, yep. And, and that, I thought that shit was so fucking funny. That's true. All right, guys. It's been great talking to Alex, a.k.a. Alex the Intern. Yeah. Um, we got to know you a little bit more. Very eye-opening. Yeah, very eye-opening. <laughs> very well-spoken. Like, you've been doing a podcast longer than yeah. us. Thanks for having me, guys. I, you were kind of nervous before I asked because I asked you right when you got here. Yeah, I uh, wasn't expecting it. You know, just coming to work, expecting to just uh, help out. But uh, it's nice to get some mic time. I really appreciate you guys giving me the platform. <laughs> the, yo, you God know what it is? You know damn. what it is? His last sentence is always a wrap-up sentence. I know, I know. It's, it's so <laughs> awesome. You don't have to wrap it up. You can leave it <laughs> open-ended. Yeah, because I mean? after you say that, we're like... <laughs> I had something to say, and I'm like, I, I should not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's because we call him AI because yeah. it's Alex the intern. But we there's another reason we call you AI, too, yeah. now. Um, you give chat GPT answers. answers. He really does. He really does. But uh, anything to plug, Alex? Um, what plug. can we expect the a Caved Out Iceman Part 2? Oh, man. Yeah, no, that song's uh, that song's still somewhere. It's, it's, it's up on the internet for free if you want it. Okay, we'll check it out. But... Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say? Any shout outs? Um to your girl. Yeah. No. Shout out my girl. She's probably watching. Hi. Hey. And yeah, that's this I'm good. Okay. Yo, and that's been an episode with Caved Out Ice Man, baby. Shout out Alex Dan. Turn mm -hmm. tune in next week for another episode of Fun with Dumb. Peace. Yeah.